right, Alexandra Oliveria in the house tonight. First, across the line. Dude, killer, killer show coming up. Can't even believe this. I gotta, I like, I don't want to give away any of the secrets, but you guys tuning in tonight are going to be in for a treat. Rhett Giordano. You guys will know him better as Rhett Rotten and the Wall of Death. Rhett is actually going to be up on the wall tonight on the show. We're going live from Daytona, Florida, and he's going to be riding Rhett Rotten's Wall of Death while we're interviewing him. It's going to be far out. Don't go anywhere. Make sure you hit the like and share button. Spread this stuff everywhere and tell everybody to get ready for the show, man, because Rhett's going to throw it up on the wall, and when he gets that thing rocking, it's going to move and shake, baby. Get ready.
Wow, look at the social media lines fired up tonight. So good. Scooter Grub in the house. Can't even believe it. Yeah, I know. Get this show on the road. We do this little countdown thing. We're down to a minute 54. Jared Weems in the house. Robert Doer. Paul Barry. I vote for the Evo engine. <laughs> I remember that first time I saw the t-shirt that came out. You can take my Evo when you pry it from my cold dead fingers. I laughed my ass off. It ain't funny now, though. Two motor families, three motor families later. Brad Hofflin in the house. Lance Baxter, good to see you, man. Dennis Frame. Charlie Snow, right on. Lisa Ballard, good to see you here. Robin Cole. Yes, it's time. The clock is running down. We're down to a minute. Walt Lumpkin with us tonight. Tony Tello, good to see you always. Ready for another great show. This is gonna this show's gonna blow your mind. Can't even believe it. And man, we could use a comforting distraction right now, because boy, the 24-hour news cycle is full of shit. The world's going to hell in a handbasket, and all I want to do is get out in the garage and do some shit with the lathe. God, call me Crash. Barry, not Barry. All right. One minute, we're down to 30 seconds. Oh, my goodness. 30 seconds. I guess it's time to get this thing out of the out of the station up on the tracks start getting ready to go live with this week's installment of shop talk here we go Scooter Tramps and Chopper Duckies all across the land. It's time for Shop Talk. Welcome to the Cycle Source Magazine headquarters, 50 floors below the street level. We're coming to you live through the courtesy of the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. Dennis Kirk, we ship today. That's our modem. So if you're last minute like me, you can still get hooked up. I think all the way up to like 8 o'clock at night, man, they're sending that stuff out. Good to see all you guys. It's Sunday night here in the Source headquarters and. uh we got a killer, killer show coming up for you guys. But before we get there, I'm going to bring in the crew. How's everybody doing tonight? Hey. Hiya. Oh, my goodness. Heather's coming in from a far-off location where there's piles of snow, I'm told. <laughs> there are not piles of snow. It is all gone. There were a few inches, but it has disappeared. Oh, snow. I have a very important vote. I vote that we take the countdown to five minutes because that's the longest ten minutes Ever. Only if you have to pee. Well. No, it's the longest ten minutes ever. Just saying. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, listen. Like I said, I'm Chris. This is Heather and Mark. We're uh, from Cycle Source Magazine Shop Talk. Hosts every Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hope you guys are digging this. Make sure you throw up any questions, concerns you see the uh, the box over here. 
That's uh, that's where all your comments go. We'll try to get you any questions answered, any concerns. We'll pass along any messages we can. And as always, we want to see where you guys are watching from because through our audience that comes in through Chopper Town and Cycle Source Magazine and all of our great supporters with this show, Dennis Kirk, um, Garage Build, all of that, we love to see where you guys are watching from. Constantly blows our minds. Um, and I guess that this is it. We're going to get started with the show. What is Shop Talk? Like we say every week, it's 90 to 120 minutes of all the bullshit we can fit. We usually bring on a, a great guest or two, have some information, we pass on events. We start the whole thing off with a little program we like to call The News. First up in the news tonight, Polaris. This comes in from the Star Tribune. Polaris is one of the few large Minnesota companies set to finish 2020 ahead of projections made before the coronavirus pandemic hit the U.S. Can you even believe it? Led by its boat segment, demand for its outdoor vehicles from all-terrain vehicles to motorcycle increased in its third quarter. So mainly we brought this up, man, just to put a, a good spin on the end of a really, really hard year because there are several companies, believe it or not, you know, throughout the motorcycle segment that have actually done good through this thing. And we're, we're super, super happy to hear that because it's been a hard year. Oh, it's been a very hard year. And I know Amazon's kicking ass at the very oh. least, right? No, anybody that delivers stuff, they're going to town right, right. now. Well, that and, you know, I've always thrilled to report that everybody we've talked to in the aftermarket segment has had a stellar... <laughs> Because everybody, everybody's home working on their bikes. Yeah, everybody has a bunch so. of free time on their hands now because they can't go anywhere yeah, or do anything so. fun. Yeah. You know, no. If not, if any good comes out of this, is that the aftermarket is thriving right now? So I'll take it. I'll take any good we can get yeah, right absolutely. now. Absolutely. Well, let's uh, let's get through some of the news real fast here because our uh, our our featured guest this evening, man, is just like I'm, I'm watching the screen off to the side and seeing what they're doing there, and I can't wait to bring them in for you guys. Next up in the news, this comes in from Monster Energy, um, from the Supercross King. Monster Energy Supercross 2021 schedule announced. Tickets go on sale early December as fans are welcome back to stadiums. Uh, Feld Entertainment Incorporated today announced the schedule for the upcoming 2021 Monster Energy AMA Supercross and FIM World Championship season. Tickets go on sale in early December as Supercross fans are welcome back into stadiums at reduced capacities for the second consecutive year. Season will conclude in Utah as the state of sport once again hosts the season finale, although this time with fans in attendance. A little bit of a sign of normalcy coming back, right? I mean, it'd be nice to get some people in those stands, get some some enthusiasm for the riders. Absolutely. Um, you know, yeah, it's going to be hard to perform to no one dude how about baseball games have you guys <laughs> seen the baseball games they with still the card- play baseball with the cardboard cutouts? the cardboard cutouts the worst thing is like some of them have masks on and i'm like <laughs> okay we're taking this shit to an unhealthy level i mean listen i get the mask thing everybody wear a mask be safe all that but a paper cutout yeah is that I- hey you never know might be able to pass through paper cutouts now too <laughs> All right, let's move on to another piece of news. This is actually you guys are, are familiar that we're uh, we're kind of hard on the whole electric movement thing from time to time, but this is actually a kind of a good move, I think, from Harley Davidson. Harley Davidson launches e bicycle brand serial number one cycle company. 
Um, what I got from this, so we'll read through real quick. Harley Davidson on Tuesday, and this is from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, I should say that Harley Davidson on Tuesday unveiled a new brand that will focus exclusively on the electric or e-bicycle market. Known as Serial Number One Cycle Company, the brand takes its name from the Serial Number One, the nickname of Harley Davidson's first motorcycle. Entering electric bicycle business underscores efforts to remake Harley Davidson into a more nimble company that reacts quickly to market conditions and consumer preferences. Now, I'm not I'm not sure is this like a is this a group within Harley Davidson Motor Company or have they literally given Heather the the control and decisions and power over to another company to run this brand for them? You know, I really couldn't ascertain that myself, but I believe it's Harley Davidson. Well, I mean, but I'm not 100%. I still need to read a little more about that. Even if, even if in like the capacity of like, let's say Buell, you know, the Harley Davidson, Buell operated under Harley Davidson, but having, have an entire division that's specifically dedicated to this, I think is a really smart thing. And I mean, it's, it's a sharp motor or a sharp bicycle. I would have this. Oh, yeah. It's cool. Yeah, it's actually a really cool looking yeah, it bicycle. Is. I'd, I'd ride one. Yep. I think the price point is around a thousand dollars. Probably at this, uh, probably at this stage too. It's going to be uh, the only way after after all the extra COVID weight that I'll get on a bicycle for a little <laughs> bit. But hey, let's uh, let let's let's send a, an alert out to Rhett that we're going to get ready to come over to him. So whatever he wants to do to get ready, we're going to give him the one minute warning till we're coming in with. Uh, with Shop Talk Live from Rhett Rotten's Wall of Death. So one minute and counting, Rhett, whatever you got to get ready, we'll be with you in one minute. We're going to go through one more piece of news while he makes his final preparations. Um, this is a this is a feel-good story, but it has to be done, right? Um, yeah. This is coming in from News WRK. I want to say WKRP every time I see this logo <laughs> so bad. WKRG5. Uh, man's vintage Harley stolen four years ago anonymously returned Obviously, because they realized they stole an Aramachi. <laughs> they can do nothing <laughs> with really it. Cool. Listen, I know. Listen, I'm kidding. Go ahead. It, Tell- was, <laughs> it was returned in the exact condition it was stolen. <laughs> Flat tire, missing battery. Well, like I said, <laughs> it's an Aramachi. So. No? Right on. No. They never did anything with it. And then if you read further into it. And the same town just two weeks before or three weeks before, yeah. somebody whose truck had been stolen was returned completely unharmed with a $20 bill on the dash. Okay, thanks, bro, for letting me the truck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, listen, our, our guest, we're going to get ready here to cut to our guest. Uh, you guys, you, I obviously said his name, Rhett Giordano. Uh, you guys will know him better as Rhett Rotten from Rhett Rotten's Wall of Death. Rhett's been uh, traveling the country for a long time. He's a fixture in this thing. It's going to be a really, really exciting time tonight. If people are not aware of what we're about to do, you're actually going to see Rhett riding the wall. So we're going to take it away from the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio and flip it over to beautiful, sunny Daytona, Florida and go live with well, Mr. Rhett Rotten. Here dark, we go. Dark but sunny. Dark but sunny, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's you know what I'm saying. It's sunnier than it is here. All right. Oh boy, I think he's on a roll. So he's. Lit- I can't hear you, but I know you can hear me. <laughs> Feel me? We're on them ramps, baby. Here we go. Look at him go round and round. This is a shop talk first, man. Right here. This is so badass. 
So. Michael Cross live. So good. Right on. I got one more for you. It's for you guys. Look at that. Side saddle up the wall. Signature signature move right there. Not too many wall death riders pull that off. Side saddle up the wall. Oh, he's right here. I say the angels in heaven, they can hear me right about now. <laughs> What a unique um, skill. You guys can hear me all right. I'm going to be riding up here for seven hours, 13 seconds, and 12,000 laps. If you can imagine that, one of my dreams. I'm coming down to meet y'all. Right on. Cyclosaurus Live, welcome to the show. <laughs> That's so cool, man. Chris? So cool. Roll that siren down a little bit. There we go. What do y'all think? That's fantastic, dude. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I love those sound effects you guys do, man. Seeing you guys work like a team up in that studio is inspiring, too. We're trying to do the same thing right here at the Wall of Death. Super excited. I haven't been on any social media platform live and being able to show this thing. So, Well, you got uh, you got a lot of big stuff coming up this year, Rip, but I want you to do me a favor. Just for the people that might not have experienced your show and know your history, give us, give us a little bit of the story of Rhett Rotten and the Wall of Death. Yeah, um, the wall of death for me is this my trade right out of high school. Um, a lot of the motorcycle community is really familiar with the California Hell Riders and my roots. You know, they came to a motorcycle event in our town when I was a kid. They made real good friends with my mom's boyfriend and they just started to work together and do stuff. Um, unfortunately for me, sometimes it's a little uncomfortable to talk about because my, my family came intertwined with that relationship, you know, my mom, you know, that mom's boyfriend type thing. And then they split Chris. So it can get to be a complicated story, but at the end of the day, this is the trade that I chose out of high school straight up. You know, every summer I was sitting in a ticket box, missing being at the swimming pool, hanging out with my girlfriend, but I was putting in the time at a really young age and uh, believe it or not, I got a newspaper because I was bored sitting in Don's uh, ticket box and I, I, I seen a, it's actually called a, a, an AB, and I seen a wall of death for sale, and I'll never forget. I jumped out of that ticket box and ran to the phone booth, <laughs> and I called my mom and my mom's boyfriend. I said, I found a wall of death for sale, and we ended up buying it because a lot of people know the first year or two I rode in the wall, we were the unit two of the, the California Hill Rider. So as uncomfortable as that can be for me to talk about sometimes because it's intertwined with my family, it's still super important to acknowledge you know where i gained some of uh some of the great things that i do and i learned a lot of bad things not to do too yeah you know they're a rough group of fellas from up north in massachusetts so i 
picked up on some of that stuff and just kind of added my own twist to it. And I learned how to ride on a farm not far from my Nana's house. We set up. It was just this wall that you're looking at. There was no standing bleachers for folks. Uh, we It was in a dead of winter. We had a really uh, temporary cover over the top. There's still staples in the bottom and the top from, wow. you know, I'm 25 years, Chris. I got some time in. I've been riding up in here and I've owned and operated this thing for almost 25 years, believe it or not, since I'm, you know, 17 years old. I'm running in at 44 now and right getting on. closer to 50 by the day. So, uh, hey, we have you our know, first... I'm super thankful to have my health and you know, can you believe it, Chris? You know, I know, dude. I know it's a, you got to be in gratitude. You got to be in gratitude. Yeah. So we have our first have question in from social media uh, coming through YouTube. Ashley from the Buell Sisters wants to know what bike has been the most challenging for you to ride on the wall. Oh wow! What a great question. I thank you for that. The bike that's been most challenging for me to ride on the wall. Um, is a great question. And what's neater is even the story of the bike that goes with it. And uh, as most people know, like I, I told you, I've been riding this old 1927 Indian Scout over here. We built this for me when I was 17 years old, like second nature, main tool in the toolbox. But again, I'm so grateful to be hired uh, by individually owned Harley Davidson shops. And they never really cared what I was riding as long as I was putting on a good show. But me, Chris, being a, you know, the, the pr pr trying to preserve the sport, yet trying to leave my own legendary mark on it or, or, or legacy behind. We created this. Lydia going to come walk right over here and take a bird's eye view. Brought to you Godspeed Racing. I have little things planted so I don't forget my homies. Godspeed okay. Racing, Fast Freddy. Fast Help Freddy, me get baby. this 19... This is a 1949, 45 cubic inch Harley Davidson right here. And yeah, Chris is, uh, is that so nice, Heather? Way to hear this oh, piece. And, you know, we're, 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 uh, we're liable to get this up on the wall here for you. But like I said, it's a handful, but man, what a, uh, what a nice machine. I, I, I can't believe how well it trick rides on the wall compared to, uh, my Indian there. They're really an, an equal. See this right here. Now, while you're kicking on that, that's one of the things that's kind of neat about your wall and your your philosophy for this. You you don't have that separation. A, a lot of wall guys like, are you know hardcore Indian and you know and and you got yeah. you have all 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 different motorcycles in there across both platforms, Indian and Harley. Yeah, I got such a great story to share with you. Uh, on down the line, I got an old 1928 Indian Scout that I have at Steve Rinker's. And when I was um, going to my very first job with the Wall of Death at the Volusia County Fairgrounds put on by Jam On Productions out there in County. You remember them, Chris? Yep, yep. Well, check this out. I had just pieced together. Uh, I had a real nice 74 iron head. Uh, sportster and i pieced it together you know everybody's dream take it down to daytona and sell it so i love this little sports truck put together and all the chrome came from bill's old bike barn it was really cool bill had some of the best chrome exchange programs around but anyways i built this bike took the to daytona to sell it was my first job doing the wall of death and man my friend president of the antique motorcycle club of america at the time rocky yeah. i don't know if you know rocky oh, or not yeah. from uh, akron ohio 
Hell yeah. I'll be damned if he didn't come rolling up with a 1928 Indian Scout old wall of death bike he found in the pawn shop in South Daytona <laughs> and uh, said, I'll trade you even a kid for this Indian for that 74 iron head. And I said, oh, I, I don't I don't know about that. I, 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 I wasn't sure. I didn't really want to do it. And then one of my favorite people in the world is Mike Morrison. You know, Mike? No, I don't believe I do. And Mike, Johnny Rotten, Don Daniels, they were the three from the day. Mike Morrison was Don's trick rider. And, uh, man, he just was, I was like, oh, he's, he, they, made, they made me. They said, you're going to trade for that motorcycle right now, and I did. So I'm oh. thankful for that. He's given me some of my best drivers. He said, you get your own wall best on, and you'd be one of the best trick riders America's ever seen. And I was always listening to him. He's really good dude. He's a really awesome rider. Here we go. We're going to fire it up. We got a little gas in the chamber. This thing's a beast. Come on now. Now, this bike hasn't ridden the wall before, correct? He's not going to be able yeah, to hear I was you right say, now. I don't think he's going to be able to hear over that. <clears throat> I think that's what I heard, though, Chris. Now, unfortunately for everybody, I'll just say this real quick. With Zoom... When you have something like a loud motorcycle, you won't you won't be able to hear that because there's there we natural. go. I don't can does that sound terrible, Heather? When I start a bike, or does it sound real? It it kind of it we have uh, audio buffers in place to keep it from overloading the mic. Uh, so, you so you're not it. really catching the heart of, yeah. of what we are with the in the inside sound when you start that Harley Chris in here. Oh, I can't imagine. It is so awesome. And then Lydia, go ahead and move over here to this. The woman's question. This thing was hard to handle. 1949 WL, we adapted. I was hired for the 115th anniversary of Harley. And I said, I'm showing up with the Harley trick bike. And it was one of the coolest things I did. However, I've had some really hard lessons on it. I've rolled the back tire off. Okay, listen to this. Chris Callen will be one that can super understand this. On your Indian is a left-handed throttle. Most pre-war bikes, you know, most guys shot right-handed. So the Indian is left-handed. Harley always right-handed. Well, when I'm trying to grab my tips and have my throttle on the right hand, I was losing power. So every tip I grabbed, I had to grab a fistful of that throttle because I was dive bombing the starting ramps. Oh. Well, being new and running on, on these uh, three, three point, three 3.5 uh, Coker tires I had in, on the back of this thing, and I just rolled the back tire off the wheel at J&L Harley-Davidson, which left one heck of a doozy right here. I don't know if y'all can see that. That's that's one of the neatest oh, yeah. things about this wall of death. Yeah, Each and every mark in here tells a story. And uh, at the end of the day, I'd love to tell that story. So yeah. well, We have a couple more questions real quick, so I'm just going to go through two of them because one, one of them will be pretty easy to keep on the top of your mind. How hard is it to learn to ride the wall of death? And then the other one from Matthew C. Lucas, and that was, first one was from Gus Gus. Matthew C. Lucas asked from Choppertown, what's the oldest bike in your show? Awesome. Great question. The oldest bike in our show is a 1927 Indian Scout. However, we got a 1918 J model Harley Davidson uh, in the making and in the process. Mm. So right now, our, own, our, our oldest active motorcycle in the Wall of Death would be a 1927 Indian Scout. And then, uh, yeah. 
yeah, that's the answer to that question. What was the other one, Chris? The other one was how hard is it to ride? And I want to preface that question for you by saying <laughs> I, I, I need to know this myself about you just because I want to keep the, I want to keep the details in my head. So your, your typical show in a lot of ways is, is maybe considered an unconventional show because, you know, a lot of the original – you know, pomp and circumstance that went into the wall of death. You you have a modernized show, and I mean, it's 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 definitely you know appeals to this generation. Everything there's a lot of action stuff, man, and the stuff that you do. Do yeah. you um do you adhere to the old ways of teaching when it comes to teaching riders in the wall of death? Do do they have to go because you know right off the bat, I think when that guy asks the question, how hard is it to learn? It's like, well, listen, you got to set the building up, take it down, find your own way from town to town, sleep under the tongue of the trailer, do every shit job yeah. in the house. I mean, do you do yeah. you go that far with it too? I do. I have different levels of intensity with that. I don't so much uh, grasp on to having to sleep under the trailer <laughs> and just live, you know. We're provided uh, – exceptional lodging when we go places so i don't typically if we're camping out in the barrel we're camping out here as a team that's something we love to do but as far as making anybody you know do anything other than uh what's expected and that is hard labor uh i I don't really run a whole lot into the old traditions of what a rider has to go through to make some laps in here um but I know what you're talking about and where you're coming from because um, one of my very favorite riders in the whole world, his name is Captain Donald, and uh, he's from Germany. He's a really great rider, him and Danny Rand. I mean, most people got an apprentice for a year before they even have the opportunity to ride up in a wall or go on tour. Um, I do some weird stuff, stuff that I don't know if anybody else has really cared a whole lot about, but I'm super – I'm super, super, what word am I looking for? I'm, I'm, I'm uh, super structured when it comes to the anatomy of a motor drone. Like I need the, yeah, you're darn right. Anybody that gets a chance to ride in here are going to know what a center hub and the spokes yeah. and the flooring and the starting ramps are and the, you know, the riding surface and how many bolts hold this thing together and how many sections keep together. So yeah, there's definitely an extreme uh, intense amount of work to do here before you ever have the opportunity to ride on these bikes with me on tour. Um, however, I'm super attracted, man. Today's world is going crazy on us, you know, and we all got to make a living one way or another. And uh, I'm entertaining the thought of opening up a Rhett Rotten Wall of Death riding course and experience. I'm, matter of fact, here this weekend because of that. You know, and what we're doing is just laying out the foundation, making an outline, making a plan and following some of the protocol that you're talking about. But, you know, like I said, I'm going over what is the anatomy of the wall of death and and I'm giving them 25 years of my experience and times traveled on the road, you know, and riding in the wall of death is not even is only half the deal. Right. You know, yeah, I don't don't think people would, would appreciate riding the wall if they didn't assemble it if they didn't work it you know what it took to put it together and take it down and the care that goes into it because that wall itself it it's like a living entity i mean if you don't take care of My it man, it's definitely not right going to take care of you you are exactly right and i couldn't have said it better if you don't get your hands on this thing and you don't build it and you don't know how it goes together your chances of survival or getting up on the wall without 
disaster are imminent, really, if you yeah. ask me. I mean, unless you get your blood, sweat, and tears and a little bit of DNA up in this wall, you yeah. don't just ride it. Yeah. You know, and like I said, um, and I'm sorry, I, the, my co-host that I'm talking to, was it Mike? Mark. Mark. <laughs> I'm so- Mark. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mark's homeless. I'm sorry, Mark. That's all right. But I wanted to commend you on your recognition of what it takes to ride the wall to death. And you're right. That's building it, setting it up, tearing it down, and learning about the history of it. I've set a classroom for you guys. I'm super excited to take a walk outside of this wall of death. Um, I wanted to just kind of touch base on a few more machines. It seems like we talked about the Harley 49WL over here. Lydia just had some shots of the Indian. Now, how about this little battle act right here's fast freddy again godspeed racing don't forget freddy yeah baby anyways this this these here are cool okay these are the sx 175 you can only tell an sx 175 or 250 by their their markings underneath here which you can't really see this one's my old battle axe if you guys can imagine show them the marks in the tank lydia from training and just years yeah, buddy. of the fork stops getting bent and then chris love all this stuff you know but i'd been riding this chris to get your heart pumping see this is the blood flowing to the heart when you get to i call things different i don't go by all the ever dangerous dips and dives of death you know i get to doing some rail slides yeah. i'm ripping the lift up there lady show them up there right where i'm talking about with that you're ripping that top edge of that red line that's like the top of a wave for me yep. i call this moto surfing in here when i get on this little harley hummer while you're there, lady, go ahead and show them that Rickman right in front of you. This is our official, one of our official training bikes. Real wow. nice. This is a 74 Rickman Montessa. You don't see them often, Chris. Yeah, buddy. Factory flat tracker, 1974 Rickman Montessa. I got this in the auction when I was 18 years old at Vintage AMA Days put on by Will Stoner out there. And oh, pretty yeah. Pretty cool. If my brother, Super Rat, Carl Bjorkwin from out in Bellingham, Washington, is listening, I thank him for hanging on that to me. I left it out at his house about 10 years ago, and I just went and got it recently, about two years ago. And there's about 10 motorcycles stacked on top of it up in the mezzanine. So, <laughs> Dude, I, I love Carl. <laughs> Back to this I, little I spent I spent one Bonneville with him out there, man. There's, those guys were a trip. Oh, man, they're some of my best friends in the world, um, Chris. We can go out with them anytime. The Bjorklund brothers, yeah. they are some of the most amazing people you'll ever meet. And some of the look at this serious sexy gangster bitch. motorcycle builders. Do you like, can you believe it? Chris says, look at this sexy bitch. Oh. Now, this is all things in the new. You know, these are like jewels of the kingdom from me. And even though I'm not a very great mechanic, I take my time with a lot of the detail just trying to mimic you know, scenes from the racing, racing times past. I try to utilize and keep all my original Harley Hummer parts that I can. The tank is what identifies it. Yeah. Harley Hummer rear hub, seat bracket. And then I cross pollinate it with the SX 175 and 250 dirt bike engines. This bike here, can you imagine all the parts? It's taken me 20 years, Chris, to build a spare bike in case my old baby <laughs> over here, Lady T breaks down it's taken me that long to have a spare and this one and the one outside i built two of them chris it's pretty amazing yeah. it's like the promise things multiply around here it's the promise <laughs> it is bro oh don't forget adam croft on this seat i have one outside also my custom breed leather that has does all our cool work yeah dude this adam's, adam's still kind of unfinished but 
man, a little touch of number sevens on there because look up what the number seven means. The number seven means new beginnings. I didn't put it on there to have a cool race number. I put it on there because the number seven means new beginnings. And uh, that's another reason, Chris. Can you imagine? Show them this wood right here. This right here is from the – you can tell the difference between this wood and all our original wall of death wood. You see this right here? I went and built us, me and a bunch of my friends, all the Godspeed racing dudes. They've helped me build a wall of death. It's built out of the Bellevue Biltmore hotel that is in so Florida. cool that are, you are so, such I have a, a whole wall of death with this stuff chris and inside hey, listen, like this and i left the and it's at steve rinker's what take take a minute and talk about that to tell people why that's so cool okay. that you have a whole wall built out okay. of the biltmore all right well this is the deal um i went and i i, I had some things that were going on in my life we can get real deep when it comes to this right you know i've lost this wall of death we're standing in two or three times Anyways, I was inspired to just go build another wall and let this one sit for a while. So I went and I framed up 20 walls and built me a new hub, got some spokes from out in, you know, the center hub where it all starts. I built a new hub. I got all new spokes, which these are the spokes. These are important, the floor joists. I went all the way out to Bellingham, Washington. Carl helped me build the framing of it. If you can believe that. But anyways, don't let me bunny trail here. All right. <laughs> um, I just couldn't bring myself to buy a new load of one by three tongue and groove um, flooring to use a wall on. So I just waited patiently to find some reclaimed wood. And as sure as shit, about a year later, the, I heard the Bellevue Biltmore Hotel in Tampa, Florida was starting to deconstruct. And um, I'm hanging out down there with my friend, Carrie Maynell, Godspeed Racing, Fast Freddy. Well, Carrie is a wood whiz. Carrie is just one of the greatest people you'll ever meet in the whole wide world. He races me and Joe Green, and he is right on eBay Jake's ass. Okay, And I love both those guys. When it comes to racing, they're both my heroes. These guys are marvels of our time. Okay, so anyways, this wood comes from the Bellevue Biltmore Hotel, and it was all the baseboarding. So it was junk. I've got pictures of it that I'll share with you so I can show you what it was and what I've turned it into. And we just turned it into packets of gold. We cut yeah. that five-inch baseboard. We ripped it in half. We tongue and grooved. We profiled each edge of the wood. And we worked for days and hours and weeks on end to carry manuals. And I, uh, I planed our whole riding surface out of the Bellevue Biltmore Hotel. And the, and the neatest thing about that is just imagine the roster that I'm going to obtain of people that's back in the day, Hank Aaron, Ty Cobb, this in downtown Tampa. It was the biggest wooden framed structure of its time. 856,000 square foot of wood that they deconstructed. And I happened to be there at the right time. Schiller's salvage in downtown Tampa. And it was pricey, but it was worth every bit of it. And it's taken me a long time. I'd imagine a lot of you folks out there probably think I'm full of shit with these other walls that I'm building. But I actually got two more going at the same time because I was located in different parts of the country. And instead of drive all the way and blow all my money on gas to get there, I just started building another one and said, well, I'll come back to this one, you know, when I'm here. So I've, I've got a couple planted and they're coming together slowly when I get into that neighborhood or neck of the woods right and work for a little bit. 
Hey, we have a couple you know? more questions I want to cut to. So um, first, Let's I want to I want to give a shout out to Chris Richardson in the house. It's good good to see your name up there, man. It's been too long since we spent some time. Um, Rob Doer just makes a comment. Look so different from down inside looking up. Um, hey, what do we got here? How much does the twenty? Listen, you guys, you have no idea. Can you imagine all these years I've been in motorcycling and riding? I'm one of the biggest fans ever of the Cannonball, the Chase. I love Jason Sims uh, and what he has brought to the motorcycle community. But can you believe uh, this song? Now I'm getting nervous. I got nervous. <laughs> um, Chris Summer Simmons and her husband. I didn't know he was the doobie brothers right? i did not know that like i felt so when they released when the covid hit and they released that video i, I can't believe i can't it's like my favorite song what's the name of the song blackwater oh blackwater keep yep. on rolling this this moon once keep Dude, on that was the i listen to that shit. all the time that's like one of my favorite songs in here that video that and they did seen, that was the coolest shit Man, honest oh to God, gosh. right up until they just they just did another one with Frampton, yeah, and they yeah, were doing they a uh, that. yeah, that fit. They did one Peter Frampton. Yeah. I love him too. I was just playing him yesterday. Do you feel like I do? Yep. They did a they did a Clapton song. What was the what was the song? I don't know. Give me a minute. I, I just heard it. So too. good, so good. Well, hey, well, let's take a walk outside, Lydia. Show them this white wall tire in the middle here. Raising hell, that's what I, I'm saying right there. What that means is we're just pissing off them evil spirits while being so happy all the time is what that means. You can get around there. I love that thing. Heather, you let's go outside and show you the twenty nine Indian ways. Say that again, Heather. Keith Kronoff wants to know how much the twenty nine Indian weighs. What's the weight on it? The weight on this here Indian Scout, man, that's like asking me the speed. I just ain't never had a speed <laughs> and I ain't never weighed it. But Chris, what'd you say? He's Chris is just as good. That's what I'd say if we, he asked me that question in person and Chris was standing there. I said, what do you think, Chris? You About oh, 300 oh, pounds? He's yeah, moving so, Indian around or two. Yeah, yeah. I, bet you, I bet you it's 300 pounds. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I, I, I put think it it's about 300. Way under the weight of an Evo Sportster. Oh, most definitely, right? You know? Look who opens the door. We're talking about training. This is my friend, Josh Phyllis. You can't do this stuff alone. That's my right. homie's in here. Get a little tuck in here. You know who this guy is, don't you? What's up? Daytona Beach. Josh Phyllis. Check the babes out over here. Having fun. Crystal Cunningham. Wait till you see her bites outside in Josh's. 40s babe. Michelle. Can't do this stuff alone, you know? There's a lot of stuff to move. Well, Rhett, while you're going outside, I'm going to play one of your videos real quick because we actually have a video. Chris, I want to show you this one bike. Clip. Oh, okay, hang on. Let me so get most of the, the I want the the viewers to know that I take the engines out of these old dirt bikes. Mark will tell you these bikes here they're good if you can get the gas tank off of them, put them on the shelf, yank that engine out, pull the front end off, and just use the rest for a boat anchor, and then come out here, <laughs> and then you come out here. And then we got these old Harley Hummers that I got. Chris, look at this classroom. Tell me. That's all this so wood cool, that I'm using dude. here is all my junk wood from the wall of death that I just don't want to throw away. Yeah, right. So you I know. use all my junk wood. Look at this floor piece. Paul, we didn't look at my Indian seat. Paul did my seat 15 years ago. I wanted to show Chris my seat. Okay, here's his floor piece from long ago. That's probably 15 years old. 
But anyways, my huge, my biggest inspiration for this here wall of death display is I'm really good at reading lips. I stand on my stage and I talk to people often and I always see that the, the ones that are really easy to read, I can do that. Um, the yeah. kids always asking his dad, how he, how does he write? <laughs> and all they do now is go like that. Yeah. You know, the little kid asks, how's he ride his bike on the wall, dad? And he points over here and I kind of, you know, Chris, check this out. They got special me, tires. What I'm trying to, you know how many kids rode this at bike weekend, oh, Mark? Dude. I'm going to judge set 20 kids free on this thing. So awesome. And I mean, and the greatest thing about it is I restored this original unrestored. It was completely locked up, sitting up at Bill's old bike barn. And the neatest thing, most kids, you know, they just learn to pedal, but this, you got to push. Yeah. And they got to become mechanical. Right. You know, this don't run like you're normal. So it becomes, you know, it becomes more of a teaching lesson. And when you see a little That's turd awesome. take off on this thing, <laughs> you know, show this right here. This is an AMF junior. Look at the neck badge. No kidding. Yeah, that's cool. Isn't that so cool? So, and then I got a miracle story to share with you, Chris. You want to talk about some goosebumps raised in your arm? What? Um, I'm not sure. So this wall of death display one time, I want to tell you, um, and you're real familiar with this. A lot of folks that come to our show, um, there's times that we have to carry somebody up to the top in their wheelchair. I'm sure you've probably helped us carry somebody up to the top yep. and set them sideways in their wheelchair so they can look over the edge and see inside the wall. Well, can you hear me, Chris? Yep. Yeah. Well, the deal is uh, my friend Weston's wheelchair was too heavy and he couldn't, he, he just wanted to come inside the wall more than anything in the world. And uh, so I purposely built this because of that too. I've been riding at a job up in, uh, in the Catskill Mountain Thunder, it's called, up in that Blackthorn <coughs> Resort. And I literally put a ramp here, and he's able to um, ride his wheelchair and, and sit inside. You know, I try to mimic this being a wall of death. Oh, right so, on. Am I losing attention at all? No, no. Everybody's loving talking this, Talking too much. You know you, how you, I, you do you. You're killing it. I don't even need to start the motorcycles anymore if you can't hear them, do I? Oh, that's good. Okay. It's Chris, good. All right. Let me see. What's neat is you come out and you start these for the folks. So Dale Walksler, one of my biggest inspirations in the world. Dale Walksler, baby. Hey, you can hear that one running just fine. And, and it, <laughs> yeah, buddy. That's so great. So, Rhett, we have a couple more questions. Bill Stevens wants to know if you have any women that ride the wall with you. I do not have any women that currently ride the wall with me. However, I spent the last year hoping that I was able to uh, work better with one that I tried. So I'm trying. Well, and I don't have any yet. I've, I've attempted and the door is always open. If there's any women out there that think they have what it takes, y'all can... Uh, you know how to get a hold of me one way or another. If Bill's question was, are there any women that ride in general? There, I know I know of at least one that's that's a full-time Absolutely. rider. Absolutely. Sandra D. rides yep. at the Iron Horse Saloon every year. 
I don't know if there's any more in the United States, though. And, you and know, over in Europe, there's a... I'm sorry. Historically, I mean, some of the some of the greatest riders there there have ever been have been women. Are women? You're darn right, they are. They're you're darn right. And if I can get a couple of them, me, I will. Like you said, though, it takes time in and yep. setting the wall up and being around it and learning what it is. You know. How about this shout out right here? I've Heather. I got little Gosh. things planted over so I don't forget my homie. There you <laughs> go. was given to me. Bill Dodge, man. And we're all, listen, we're all still praying for Bill and sending out big love. His, uh, I his love him so much. GoFundMe page is up, man. Make sure you hit that. Hit that. Make sure that we're taking care of our brother our buddy out there. Yep. From my hometown, uh, Johnny, 99 Customs. He made all these for Bill's show at the Tennessee Motorcycle and Music Revival. And, man, when they gave this to me, you know, this is all labor of love so man, we, we they knew one, how much i carry we have one hanging in the shop yeah definitely no. one yeah. of the coolest pieces i carry it with me and this is my new sons of speed build chris it's gonna be pretty neat check this out i want to give a shout out to miss Lori faber Lori faber at faber cycle no matter what you do you don't ever quit trying and we know that the Lord guides our way. And I want to thank you so much for these handlebars. I want you to know that I purposely brought these to Daytona beach this week. <laughs> and I let these get rusty in the Daytona beach sand because that's where the racers raced at. I wanted yeah, them buddy. to get crusty there. This is going to be called my Daytona beach uh, racer, I guess. Dude, but aren't these beautiful, Chris, look at these favor cycle yeah. riders. And I mean, you, as you hard know, as they right, come, little you short just said, stubbies. You just said a minute ago, you know, are you losing people's attention? We can't even keep up with the questions, dude. Like people. Couple, oh, yeah. Go ahead, Heather. Couple more questions. Jonathan LeBlanc wants to know who your number one inspiration is. My number one inspiration today in this world is God. And man, he has showed me a better way than I have chosen uh, quite a few times. Other than that, man, I have a handful of folks that are really my inspiration today. Um, inspiration. Man, Chris Callen. Oh, no. Bling, keep no. on moving. No. You know, who's my number one inspiration? I don't have a number one inspiration. I have something I have to think about. I got nervous. You know, man, it's. I, I think I gave the answer. You know, G-O-D, baby. That's right. What do you want? <laughs> T- Tony, Tello, Tony Tello wants to know, is the wall totally vertical or is it pitched? The wall is totally vertical. Okay, that's a 90-degree angle, and that's the thing. And we're going to get you a nice view of that, Tony, from the outside right here, buddy. This wall of death was built in 1938, just so you know. And here's an outside view. Um. The guys in India, Chris, we're seeing a lot of these guys hanging out with cars and four or five guys riding and they got these little tiny cars and they're hanging out the windows. Yep. That wall of death is on an 80 degree angle. And that's why those wall, those cars can ride like they do in there. You go ahead and make that a straight 90 and they're not going to be looking like they're having so much fun. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm serious. Right on. So. Um, back over here, I really wanted to get you guys riled up a little. You see the new Sons of Speed Racer. I hope that I'm following my arrows that I have on the ground. I know nobody can see them, but they are imaginary. But I see them. <laughs> we were talking about it earlier because I get so scatterbrained. It would be a great idea. 40, um, 
just showing up here and helping us build this wall. You've got to check out uh, Poor Star. Poor Star on Instagram. This dude come out here and has sacrificed a lot of his time just to help me build this wall. And yeah, buddy. Uh, man, that's, that's I can't be man. more. That's a good man yeah. right there. Lady is going to get a shot of this for you, Chris. I built this as a freestyle rollers training station. And this is so I can bring it to you and we can learn how to ride the roller. Look at this. Is How cool is this, man? For all the bad stuff that's going on with COVID, we're actually watching Rhett do the valley live. We're in Pittsburgh. He's in Florida. Look at him go. That's so awesome. That thing's wide ass open, boy. Just so you guys know, because you can't hear, but that, that bike's wide open, wheel spinning. Nothing but balance holding it on that thing. <laughs> Look at him go. <clears throat> what a treat. Oh my gosh. I hope these people that are watching know what a treat. Yeah, you it guys is to have you guys gotta passion. share this. You gotta share this with people so people know that this is going down. This is so awesome. Michael Sauer's live, baby. Let's give it up. <laughs> and that's the freestyle rollers demonstration. And that's something you typically see before we start our Wall of Death show. That's just an example of some of the riding that you'll see in our Wall of Death. Hey, do you, do you ever sit back and, and um, like, just think of the history that you're preserving? I mean, do you ever just pat yourself on the back for a minute and... You know, like you said, you've been through some tough times and, you know, shit was deep there for a while and got real dark. It was. You pulled yourself back out of it and think about the history that you're bringing back to these people. Yeah, you and guys like, are amazing. And you're, you're like really knocking it out of the park. I mean, knowing, you know, knowing and seeing your show for years, I mean, we've been around each other forever and, and yeah. it just seems like shit's coming together. You're putting it in such a great direction and you're giving it all back. Everything that you seem to have been 25 like said, years. Yeah, you know, like everything you it, you had said that you possibly had thrown away, you're right now, you're paying it all back, man. It's like obvious yeah. that you're doing this not only for yourself, but to preserve the history of the wall and the, the motorcycles yeah. and, yeah. and the lifestyle. I mean, that's fantastic. That's heavy. Yeah. And that's it, man. It doesn't it doesn't get much more complicated than that. It's it's basically, you know, you can only keep it if you can give it away. Um, I'm just celebrating 10 years without a drink. That has a huge, yeah, buddy. Uh, huge my impact man. on my life, putting the liquor down. You know, I know you all heard all kinds of crazy stories, but a lot of times I didn't remember that I was out here to work. And uh, I get caught up in the party real quick. People are so nice that come to my show and my pocket fills up with Skittles. One little limp, you know what I mean? I'd be limping back in the day and I'd have more painkillers in my pocket <laughs> than you could imagine. Half a bottle of liquor, and I'm day was ready to go. So it's a miracle, but I'm clear-eyed today, and 
like I was telling Chris, I said, man, if what some of the things that I've been thankful to accomplish in the last four or five years are nothing uh, short of spectacular. And if I were to put the wall of death away today, I'd be happy. I'd be happy to go on and do whatever it is. I mean, that's saying um, a lot just, too. Yeah, because there was a time that if I, you know, I could have left a, a, a tarnish on it. I wasn't, you know, um, I, I didn't do, uh, I didn't do a lot of things right. But at the end of the day, who does? Yeah, you know, yeah, I didn't correct. need to wreck the hotel rooms, and you know, I, I didn't leave a, a, a. Thankfully, my riding is 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 good and it's always been good that's one of the things you could never really take away from thankfully um but my like i said the character of the show wasn't and i i'm super glad to have a second third fourth fifth however many chances it takes you i encourage you to get your head out of your ass and breathe breathe uh, some of this good life well, you, can, you can me. now you better look at me you see where i'm at you can now the add historian to that list yeah I'm, so. I'm in destination Daytona. The Rossmeyers trust me to be here on their property and act like a responsible human being. I'm in the biggest indoor structure there is in Daytona. Shelly, Mandy, Will, I'm going to get these lights turned off here as soon as we're done. I promise you that. They'll be running about that electric bill. I, I try not to have them all on at night. Uh, my homies want to show you that we are just locked and loaded for you guys at Cycle Source. And I'd love you all to go ahead and start these machines up and just i want to show a little piece of each and every one of these man these are two very special bikes right here i don't know if you've seen these or not chris oh those are oh, beautiful buddy. Yeah, buddy. you know how hard Dang. i've been working for all you all today to make sure this yeah, is right buddy, i know you have and this is single cylinder 45 um harley that's homemade by uh a friend of ours named uh chad is uh runs uh fatheads flatheads and uh, my friend josh was able to cut a deal with him and uh his babe crystal cunningham who's just really is embracing the era of old board track racing and digging these 45 was really into buying these things as a pair so these two represent uh this couple lady go ahead and give them a flash because they're working right with me josh and crystal and they're so beautiful enjoying our time out here but these are their bikes and i'm super thankful these guys are sharing them with us they start good and this is josh's new chopper right here pretty badass 45 uh i don't know what year that is to be honest mm -hmm. with you but these are great bikes you've seen 40s bike around i'm sure and we'll give you guys a view of them and uh lady is slowly just kind of checking them out so it's cool yeah that bike right there is 19 something god damn yeah <laughs> isn't it nice i know you love it and we know this one there i'm looking for you chris summer simmons i know she's always a big uh, influence and a great voice on your guys' show. I'm always so proud to see the community of folks y'all have around you. Dude, really her show, her show, her show's killing. Is it really? Oh That's my god! Cool. Yeah, coast to coast on Tuesday nights, man. Her and Michael Lichter have been nice. killing it with that. Nice. That's, see that. some of these wild things on this bike, yeah, Chris. Buddy. This is especially for you. That's our boy right there. <laughs> yeah. You ever show him his foot pegs? Show them these rear pegs, you guys. Talk about getting their their air fittings. They come off the front of his frame. Yep. You see them, Chris? Check them out. Those rear foot pegs. 
Aren't they so neat? <laughs> That's how they clip on there. Then his babe don't have to worry about getting her feet all caught up in the wheel. Hey, couple things real quick. Uh, Steve Broyles, very proud of you, Rhett. Oh, my God. Howdy from Cabana, Dan. Dan Benson, thanks for sharing your time. A lot of people, man. There's, there, like I said, there's so many people we can't keep up with it tonight. Do you know Mr. Stevenson? He named his grandchild. They named his their grandchild Rhett. He says they named him after me sometimes, but I think he's shit, man. I think that it's like the name of him, Rhett. <laughs> Come on. Poppy doesn't lie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, Poppy's from. Oh, from here's one of those that I got truth. planted. Save your soul, Tennessee motorcycle and music revival. The dates have been moved from October. It's going to be in there May of 2021. Loretta Lynn Ranch. Can you guys believe it? These are breeding grounds for future motorcyclists. An AMA amateur supercross goes through that property yeah, before buddy. they turn pro. There is so much goodness on that property uh, that makes it just a one-of-a-kind event. Bill has the BC Moto Invitational, and it's ran by two of the greatest people in the world. Buck Shaw and Kerry Rep have been part of our motorcycle community in life for almost 20, 25 years. And to see them collab with Loretta and Taylor, the, Taylor Lynn has been more of an influence in my life than you could ever know. And that's where the pay is when we go out and do these jobs. It's the people we meet. It's the motorcycle friends and connections that just blossom. And Absolutely. that's the ultimate reward for me being out riding our wall of death today. And so Tennessee Motorcycle and Music Revival. Don't forget it. Save your soul. Here's another crazy example. Lydia, stay right there. Check this out. We cannot forget the I love how intuitive he is. Genuine oh, yeah. Motor Works. Now, you're talking to somebody that I've always wanted a Vanson racing suit. Always. And I didn't know when I was going to get them. But just like that, just, I'm telling you, it's the promise. Look at stuff around here. Just like that, I got two of them. You see these? Whoa. This right here saved my life. This was brought to you by Genuine Motor Works. Bobby Seeger is one of the coolest dudes I know. Just always treats me with the same respect and i've known him forever but this thing saved my life a lot of people don't know yes, chris sir. and i are going to do another episode about racing at the sons of speed and i mean i've been down the inaugural sons of speed this is the rubber up in my neck you know my my back wheel tire blew off at 60 miles an hour then clincher wheels yeah buddy you know but bobby see you know who saved me aiden that's right you see right aiden has on, a poxy everywhere you know yeah, those uh, those those two do a lot of good for a lot of people. Those yeah, singers, that's, that's, one a, of my that's most a great family. Racing suits, and then Fast Freddy made sure we were decorated good with Godspeed Racing. And Bobby let us put the question mark on there again. And like I said, I couldn't be more thankful for these. I love them. Yes, sir. You dig those, Chris? Yeah, buddy. How about this over here? Let me get up a little high for Lydia. I'm going to give it back to her. But I'm going to walk over here. You guys can't really see. I laid all wow. these out for you, Chris. I painted this for you. I know. This is Do one of my... you see this? Oh, dude, it look. moldy on the way here. How cool, though. That's so <laughs> badass. Gonna... It's even more perfect that, that it's moldy. Guys. I made it for Mr. Stevenson. It's even more perfect it. that it's moldy. Yeah. <laughs> you can believe it. Here's this one I made. 
check this one out. I, I want to show people what I do in my off time. If anybody's ever interested in purchasing one of these for their garage or their shop, you can purchase them at right at officialretrotten.com. How about that one? Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Right. Okay, I, I want one. I want to buy one of those. Look at all these. I, I want one of those for one. our shop. I want one of those for flat. Aren't they so cool? Yeah, Here's one I did. I'd like to do event canvases. Look at this one. Yeah. Can you see them good, Chris? Yeah, that's oh, badass. Yeah, they look great. Here's one I did last year, Easy Riders, Bill's Old Bike Barn. Look at this neat one. This is vintage. This is when I first started using my stain. Look at these, the detail on some of these wheels, Chris. You'll yeah. love them. This is what I needed right there. Yeah, that's cool. Proverbs 2717. Yeah. This one here is real neat, too. This is a big one. I Still not finished with some of them, okay? Fast Freddy inspires me to do a lot of this stuff. You'll see. Let me get too wild on you. Daytona yeah. Beach Daredevils. Kind of a neat one that I did long ago. Wow, wow, wow. Let me get Fast Freddy on here. It's real good. <laughs> so Where's Freddy at? I'm, I'm going to tell everybody what? just for the point of uh, education. Proverbs 2717. Iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens the face of his neighbor. It's almost universally seen as positive. Some view this as the maximum as an example of tough love. Others as rewarding of a verse earlier in this passage, faithful or the, or the wounds of a friend. There's little evidence, however, for these in interpretations, which appear to be a reflection of modern connotations of sharpness. Me. So you know what you know what that's done with. You would read that out huh? loud. <laughs> I'm so thankful you would read that. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, man. Here I did this for Michael. I was sad that I never made it out there. This is a nice one, the 80th anniversary. Yeah, that's cool as hell. Is that pretty neat? Which one do you guys vote on? The new Tennessee motorcycle and music revival? I didn't put the date in yet. Or the old Tennessee motorcycle music revival. I'm always big on old. Yeah, I like the old one. Yeah. So yeah. now I got my surprise for Chris. Let everybody know this is how the, we travel. There's our semi truck. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize that's where a lot of our our bills are. You go ahead and tag semi truck for the year. Costs us about twelve grand a year to keep it on the road. Yeah, buddy. Mark will dig this. This up here is, is those rollers. I built a freestyle high rollers tower, and I didn't have time to put the bike up top there yet, or I'd have been riding up there for you guys. Yeah, that's you pretty cool. You can see the top edge of the wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And now here's my surprise I wanted to surprise Chris with, because a lot of people see all this artwork and different things that we do, but this is one of the neatest things. When you pull the cover off, this is uh, – I'm going to walk towards it. I just want to get a full air uh, shot for you. Isn't that's kind of neat. You know, when we yeah. get somewhere and I pull the cover off, it's, isn't that nice to walk up on? Don't you think? Kind yes, of sir, it yeah. says what we are. And then this is, here's Chris Callen's surprise for the night. Heather, are you ready for this? Is Heather still there? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Heather, don't sorry. Stop fucking talking. He don't stop talking. <laughs> Look. No oh, shit. Right, right on. No and shit. Casey, I well, love him more than yeah, you can Casey's, ever imagine. Casey's soul of the earth, boy. He's a great guy. I yeah, and Casey. Casey, 
Yeah, he hand drew those letters on for me, and then I just painted them in. Wow! So that was so neat. Oh, he's awesome. Casey's a badass when it yeah. comes to throwing shit on by hand, too, boy. He has yeah. this amazing way of measuring stuff with his fingers, yep. his thumbs, and his pinkies. He really does. <laughs> yeah, you, just giving you, a shout out with this. You new get road mesmerized watching him do pinstriping. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, he's badass. And I was showing you that Roadster because I've been sponsored by J&L Harley-Davidson with that. We stop at J&L Harley-Davidson for an event called Hot Harley Nights. And every year, they raise a small fortune for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Oh, right on. And uh, let me tell you what. What a family-owned and operated Harley shop. And they hand-delivered that to me in Sturgis, South Dakota. I built another high rollers tower that's 20 foot in the air, higher than that one. Wow. 20 foot in the air from the ground. That one's as high as it is from the stage, so it's big. And They picked that bike for me to put on there. I thought it was me. That's cool. Show Chris this, too, quick. Here's one of my old hand-painted Wall of Death signs, and I used all my old wood from the Wall of Death with this. It's pretty cool. But... Isn't that beautiful? It's one of my favorites. That's gold, dude. That's gold. Here's my son's speed engine that I hope to get together before too long. Rob Nussbaum's watching. Rob. Yeah. Help him out. Help him out. (laughs) Yeah. I I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Where on earth do you get all of your energy? Because right. like you have this great energy, it's infectious even through the internet. Oh my god! Like you can't help but smile in like around you. You have such a good energy. Where does it come from? It comes from our father's everlasting love that's been put in my life. I have no other thing to say, um, man. It's I'm not always happy, Heather. I have a hard time too, but thank God I know how to hit that reset button. And when these moments are in front of me. It's just a matter of me saying, I'm going to take the very best step in front of me and I'm not going to be miserable right now. Because even, you know, and it's not easy for me to hide emotion, you know what I mean? I can't, I can't really, I'm not a good fake smiler. Like, I'm just genuinely pretty happy nowadays, you know. I come from a a pretty dark place and like I said, just celebrating 10 years. I I, I owe it to the people in my life. Um, I can say a good bit of that energy, Heather. Um, we have a really good coffee. It's called, and, and let me tell you what we do. We sell a really good coffee and you ought to try it because it'll give you a little pep in your step. And, uh, I think that's awesome. You see this, what I was holding up, Chris, this is my, one of my original stands that we built for my bike. You know, this has been like this for 25 years. See the old groove in it from, you know what the old wall of death yeah, stands look like. Hey, wait a minute! I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a picture of that coffee up. Put a picture of our coffee. There, there you go, vintage twenty seven oh, coffee blend. There it is, Heather. <laughs> I get a small portion of my energy from that. <laughs> well, Chris and I are coffee aficionados, so I'm actually oh, you're not ordering shitting. some right now. If I could drink what coffee, I have here. If I could drink coffee through a lid end of a cigarette, I wouldn't stop doing either one. I know it. I enjoy it. I enjoy smoking cigarettes. I love them. If I could drink coffee through the lid of the cigarette, I wouldn't stop doing either one. Oh my God. Hey, <laughs> Everybody's hey, giggling like 
Rob Nussbaum yes, says, next time you visit your brother Chris Matthews, come stop to the shop at RetroCycle. I think he wants you to bring that, <laughs> that Sons of Speed motor with you. Oh, man, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, I got a box of parts that goes with it, and I'm sure he could tell me where they go. I'm not as educated with the J-Model stuff as I am some of our other stuff. So yeah. That'd be great. Thanks, Rob. Good I'm man. a huge fan of yours, too. I follow I follow you hard, and I appreciate what you do at Cycle Source, and I watch you commentate on there also. So I'm just a little shy of that stuff sometimes, but I'm opening up. Chris did a good job. Uh Oh, sure I listen, I, I gotta give that. I gotta give Red a lot of credit too right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna speak to the whole audience. We worked on this. God, I've been I've been pestering him for a couple months now. And it wasn't it wasn't anything other than like his humility. He was like, you know, I wanna make sure that I have really have my shit together and bring it good for you guys. Like he was so always so concerned with how you know him doing a good job for us for the show and i'm like dude the treasure is like all those motorcycles and that story and stuff like you don't even you don't even got to worry about it just show it you know but oh, man. we finally got it together man i'm so glad to have you here thank you i'm glad to be here i got my cycle source this will always have a, a spot in my heart here i've got my cycle source winner for the first cyber show ever Damn and buddy. i had enough nerve i you wouldn't believe what i set up in the front yard of my house for you and, and then it got dark outside i was like oh shoot this in 1930 35 dude i want to shoot DL. that bike if any oh. of our if any of our photographers are still in florida get over there and shoot that bike for us <laughs> Beautiful. Don't forget your boot. Don't forget your boot. <laughs> Look at that. What a sweet, sweet cherry girl. Goddamn Zoom. I now want to hear that bike, right? Yeah. And Zoom Zoom is the the program we use to bring guests in and it always holds back the sound. Hey, there's another one, Heather. Did I lose y'all? No, we're good. I'm inspired by Matt. I watched Matt at Wheels through time too much and I just love to see, especially Dale <laughs> back in the day, just running around starting his machines and Man, I, I carry that too, you know. I've been watching, I've been a member of the AMCA since I'm about seven years old. So you can believe that or not. A lot of people don't know that. The biggest, greatest antique motorcycle uh, meet is, to me is one was in Ole, Pennsylvania, and my yeah. hometown's not but 20 minutes from which, there. So. Which chapter are you a member of, of AMCA, man? Perky Omen. Are you? Perky Omen, yeah. And I, I was up in the Harmony chapter for a little while, and... Uh, the Jefferson meet was one of my favorites. I rode Wasion years ago, you know. I, we can talk about the career of riding later, some of my favorite jobs and stuff. So, yeah. <coughs> yeah, we belong We belong to Texas. The Texas. What's the, na nice. what's the name of the Texas chapter? I'm so bad. Texas? I don't Cherokee. know what Texas is. <coughs> Cherokee. It's the Cherokee chapter. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. I love how, I love those guys. They're they're 
their uh, their treatment of the old choppers. Like they're okay if you if you know young guys or any guys roll in on old choppers. They're just they think that's that's as an equal and old bike as any other in stock trim. You know. Yeah. They got a good attitude. Here's another one, Chris. It's not quite as fancy as the other one. I do want to give a shout out to my friend David Steinbach at Custom Breed Leather. You can check him out on Instagram at Custom Breed Leather. But he hand tooled this seat for me. I love it. Give him a little shout out. Indian Indian Larry. He loves Indian Larry. Thank you, David. Seat's awesome. Bike runs great. And this is like the same one that I have inside. I didn't get to say anything about Toast Performance. Also, did my exhaust. Yeah. What do you think? So we have a video. We have a video clip here, and and all I can see in the first frame is is you're hugging somebody and you're sitting on a one eleven motorcycle. Oh yeah, the one eleven motorcycle. You want to start talking about? You want to you want to roll that real quick, and you can tell us about it. Yeah, yeah, okay. that motorcycle, the number one eleven bike, was owned by Mark Hanna. Go ahead. Ooh, I just I'm hurt. My song just came in. <laughs> yeah, That's my favorite song. Are you playing? Who? We're playing the video right now. Oh, I heard the song. Lord, He is my shepherd. And do you talk while they're while yeah. playing? Oh yeah, go ahead, man. Okay, yeah, man. You go ahead and watch that video to the end, and you'll see Mark Hanna throw his hands up in the air. Mark Hanna has uh, Mark and Roxy. Don't you know Mark and Roxy, Chris? I and what happened? No, go ahead. Mark tell Hanna me. passed away on us. No. Yeah, Mark Hanna, that man with the gray hair, long gray hair in there. He's one of the greatest human beings on earth. I can hear that J model right yep. now. My skin is standing wow. up on my arm. Listen to it backfire, Chris. Look at that thing I'm go, dude. Laughing. Oh, man, it's unbelievable. That's Mark pushing me. Lydia just turned the monitor around. Now I can finally see. Look at this, Chris. You wait until it backfires. We weren't sure if it was going to go up. Once she sit. So you just you threw that thing right up on the wall. Yeah, and that's 1918. One, I thought the ironic thing about this is it's 101, 101 years old. 1918 Harley I put up in 2020, and it was yeah. I'm just saying because 101. Yeah. I love a 101 Indian, you know, but 101 years old. Look at that thing. I mean, it was one of the most exciting times. You don't see an old board tractor. When's the last time you seen a, a, a 1920s and teens board tractor in the wall where this stuff began? That's right. why I'm I'm trying to embrace the very roots of the wall of death. You know what I mean? It was as years went on to me, it became watered down. When you started throwing any old motorcycle, you could get in there so you could make a quarter and get the people in and get them out. Step up, step in. This show's just about to begin. You know what I mean? I embraced that. But to me, it became a little bit watered down because now they weren't focused on the quality of bike they were riding. All they really cared is if they could get somebody's dollar off the midway. Yeah. You know, 
And whether you know it or not, I ain't grown up or run off to be a carny. I'm a biker and a welder and a motorcyclist and a motorcycle stuntman. An artist and, and, yeah. You know, that's it. You know, I embrace the whole lifestyle and you can be what you want, but I wasn't attracted to the carnival lifestyle. If you take a look, you know, Rhett has never done a state fair unless they paid me 10 or 15 grand to be there. And if you set me up, best bet, I'm going to be set up in the back with grandma where she's waving and grandpa's on the the uh, forge making something. I like to be in an independent area. But again, I've only probably ridden two or three, three fairs at the most in my life. So thankful yeah. for these places and bike week and but mark Hanna built that bike and then he passed away just weeks after wow. you know he was building roxy's flat tracker roxy was entered in the hooligan race for the x games out in california and man josh young ended up finishing that bike and i could get real deep into that story so he's ingrained in this wall forever i love mark Hanna be my brother to you know, I got a shirt laying next to my bed at home. Right on. So that's that's something, man. Well, let's uh, yeah. let's let's switch gears for a minute and talk about and talk about your rider training program, the experience program, because this is this is something brand new, and I think, man, I think this is going to burn a hole in shit. Yeah, I do too. I think it's going to be good. Um, like I said, it's not easy. I, I I'm going through some of the motions here. Um, I don't have the program implemented uh, full-time yet, but I'm just at the brink of it. There's still more paperwork, more people to talk to. I've got a handful of facilities that want to host this. Of course, I'm at the favorite one that I want to be at. But I want to also be available so people don't have to travel so far. So I have a place in upstate New York that I'm planning on doing one, and I also have a place in the Midwest where I'm planning on housing everything you see here. And I'm going to turn it into a classroom. So uh, the rider training course, you can sign up for it and get all the info. Uh, how do you get that info, Lydia? It's, check it out. You can email info at officialretrotten.com. And you can say, I'm interested. And you'll receive a whole packet of what it takes. And even if you don't want to do it, it's kind of cool to have the information, you know, and Lydia and I are both real good with answering that stuff. So what you can do is a three-day, four-night course with me. Um, I'm going to house you. We're going to live together. We're going to eat together. And I'm going to tell you about my career. We're going to learn about all the motorcycles. We're going to learn the anatomy of the wall of death. And then at the end of the day, uh, we're going to go through the process of what I think it takes to get up on the wall. And what that is is mastering the starting ramp. Once you've mastered the starting ramps, then you can start to make some contact with that wall. Once you start making some contact with that wall and getting over the threshold of those starting ramps, man, you just start gassing it up a little bit. And before you know it, you're on there for a wall or two. But you got to <laughs> let off the gas, Chris, and you got to get used to bouncing up there and coming down. Because if you get up there and you're wide open, and you come back down and you ride that gas into the starting ramps, it's like the pinball effect. Yeah, buddy. And I've got a 25-foot... We watch movies here. I, we just haven't had time to put it out. Like, I've got footage of people crashing hard that I go through, and I show the riders that are going to be here uh, to, 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 to have the experience. You know, it entails video. It entails passing written tests. It entails pre-inspection of motorcycles. 
It entails pre-inspection of wall of death and, you know, what every little part is. And like you know, there's 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 100, 120 of everything, you know? Well, and I'll tell you what, like the the most unique part of the whole experience when you're when you're doing a when you're doing the training stuff for the wall and this was at least how how it went down for me you know i i did a i did a little deal with with some guys and we did uh i was in a in a go-kart so it starts off making little circles just around the floor then two wheels on the floor two wheels on the starting track then four wheels on the starting track then two wheels on the wall two two wheels on the starting track but when all four wheels hit that wall Dude, everything got quiet because on the starting track, it's chaos. You know, and everything's going and you're like trying to pay attention so you don't spike it. And like, but when, yeah. you, when you hit the wall, everything smooths out, gets quiet. And this incredible G-force pushes against you. And it's like it pushes you into another plane of existence, dude. It's so far out. It's the craziest shit that I ever felt in my life. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right, Chris. Now I'm getting ready to plan and we were planning on wanting to do it in 2021 is the 80th anniversary for Daytona bike week. I don't know if you remember or not, but, um, back in 2004, I attempted to ride the wall of death for seven hours, 13 seconds and 12,000 laps. Do you remember that? Yes. You don't. Do you? Yes. Yeah. I stood to collect a half a million dollars and I still couldn't get my head out of my ass. My, babe i was dating at the time was handing me purple gatorade with vodka and crushed up perk 30s in it and there oh. i am riding at henderson harley davidson i made it for two hours 36 minutes 3210 laps and my whole body cramped up i was holding my throttle i was holding my throttle on at the end like this with my like that i was holding the throttle at the end when i crashed everybody came chris Jeff Decker came all the way from Utah and brought his 32 hot rod car and a bunch of his cool bikes and put them out front. Bling came all the way from West Coast Choppers and that whole crew came out to Henderson, Nevada. I attempted it at Henderson, Harley Davidson. Yeah. Uh, JMP Cycle sponsored my bike. I was riding a one longer Buell Blast that we modified the handlebars, shortened the back fender, took the exhaust off. I switched bikes at the last minute, rode one of these little Harley Hummers. Chris, I got done in 15 spokes. My spokes were popping out of the back wheel like toothpicks. Wow. You wouldn't believe it. I had 500 sponsors, Chris, in a month's time sponsoring me a penny a lap. Follow me on the map here. It's a minimum of 12,000 laps, okay? I had 500 people like that sponsoring me a penny a lap. That's 120 bucks a piece from 500 people. That's like 64 grand or something. I had a Dallas Cowboy sponsored a dollar a lap. It was really exciting. And I, 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 I didn't capitalize. I, I bombed it out. I bombed the whole thing out. Seven. Oh, it gets more interesting. Chris, are you paying? Are you, are you hearing me? Yeah. Check this out. The record was uh, was originally done in 1928 on the Santa Monica Pier by Speedy Babs. He made it for three hours and some change on an Indian. In 1983, the Germans came and they broke the record on a Yamaha XS450. They broke it in nine and they broke it in 1983. 
1984, 1985, 1986, and 1987. And every year that went up by an hour, first year, four hours, second year, five hours, third year. And they took that, the Germans took that record to seven hours, 13 seconds, and 12,000 miles. I tried it in 2004, 17 years ago. I made it for two hours, 36 minutes, 3,210 laps, and I crashed. I cramped up, and I didn't make it. I want to break the record again, and I want to bring it back to the USA. Yeah, we got to get on this. Goal. I'm done. I want you to commentate the whole yep. thing, Chris. Guess who came and commentated? Big Swag came right from on. Monster Garage. He commentated the whole thing. NASCAR came, and they put a lap counter on the center pole inside. It was it was cool. Yeah, but, we got we got to do this. I didn't make it. We I didn't train this. for it. I, you know, we got to do it, Chris. Yeah. I mean, you should commentate it, really. Yeah, I'm down. It'd be nice. Right so on. I want to walk back in the wall if y'all want, and I'm going to try and ride that bike that hasn't been on the wall. Should we so, do that? So or is first, that too much? first time we're ever going to see this is this is going to be a brand new bike yeah, to go up on the wall. First time. Listen, we're gonna take we're gonna take two seconds while you're while you're getting set up for this, and we're gonna show some love to our sponsors. So awesome. I'm just gonna remind everybody we're coming to you live like we do every Sunday 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time from the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with what's gonna be one of the most incredible parts of Shop Talk you guys have ever seen. Don't go anywhere. Be right back with you. I joined the military straight out of high school because I felt like I really needed some direction in my life. And what I got out of it was a sense of purpose and more importantly, to be part of a brotherhood. I started riding when I was 21 on sport bikes like most of us do when we're 21 years old. Quickly I transitioned into love of a cruiser my perfect ride would be with all my buddies with me riding on the coast of the ocean. There's something amazing about having all your friends with you in the perfect scenery all at the same time. My bike is a 2015 Harley-Davidson Dyna Fat Bob. My favorite upgrades to it so far are my custom fairing and my 16-inch ape hanger handlebars. My name is Brandon LaBelle, and I'm a Dennis Kirk rider. Xavier with Providence Cycle Works in Austin, Texas. Your host for the 2021 High Seas Rally, the only biker rally on a cruise ship. I'm super pumped and way excited to be on the ship this year. But what I'm most excited about is the custom bike that I'm building for one of you guys to win. You're automatically entered when you come on board with us. Let's get ready to rock. All right, man, we're back. Um, we're going to just quickly turn this back over to Mr. Rhett Rotten, who is gonna, who's going to dazzle the crowd like he does. That's his <laughs> thing, man. So, Rhett, you, you ready inside the wall there? He's getting, he's getting set up. There it is. There you go. Hey there, Chris. All right. Like I said, super official here, super baby steps. 
Um, I just want to show you, Chris, what you show the people live, what you were talking about. Now, this is a little different than the go-kart. Can you hear me? Yeah. No. Yeah, we're good. Okay. This is 1974 Rickman Montessa. Today it's going to be ridden by Josh Phillips. We spent a lot of time doing repairs on the wall, fixing the motorcycles, uh, learning the anatomy of the wall, just like everything you were talking about. We've gone through some really neat stuff, like I said, laying the foundation. But what Josh is going to do is he's going to maintain control on these starting ramps, and I'm super proud of him. So remember, this bike's a factory flat tracker, so there is no kicker. It's a feat just it's a feat in itself just to start it. So he's gonna knock it off and his name's Josh Phyllis and uh gonna show you just a little something he's learned here with me. Right on. I got you covered. I got you. Let me see it. Let me see it. Not everything goes the same. I got you covered. Get behind me and keep pushing when I jump on it. There it is. Really? Really? So this is actually a rider in training. There's a starting track. Right Very on. nice, you guys. And I, I know, Chris, you can hear me that. Yeah. Sometimes doesn't look like Absolutely. Absolutely. Just to and see that's that's the thing, man. Like, you know, it it's not just like throw it up there. You got you gotta you gotta learn oh. first just to go in a circle without without yeah. being on anything, you know. That's, I mean, I'm convinced there's not many that can walk through that door, start the motorcycle make some safe laps and park it where they got it and walk out of here. It's so much more goes into it than being to be able to do something like that. You know, right I'm on. losing my sound. I can't hear him. Big, big hand for Josh. All right, I'm I'm fiddling with my earplugs here for you, buddy. I can't hear you. We got we got you, Lydia. If you can hear us, tell them we're all good on his audio. That's the important part. I was looking at right. <clears throat> we're gonna fire this baby up. Let's go ahead and walk through it. When I'm getting on this, I want you when you come in here. 40, I know you can, I want you to follow it hard. I know you can do it. We'll see if it works, you guys. Now, you know, like I said, God forbid anything were to happen, but this is a motorcycle that has not been on the wall yet. I've rode it up the road as fast as it will go. I've rode it around in here a bunch, um, but we have not put it up in the wall. I'm going to try. 
I'm not trying to go much higher than this, you know what I'm saying, until I can get the feel of the bike. I'm not hearing anything in my earplugs, so I'm glad you all can hear me. Oh, yeah, we're I'm good gonna... here. Okay, good. I think I had a minute. <laughs> Let me get a check one, two, Chris. Check one, two, check one, two. There he is. I took my earplugs. I was putting them in the wrong way. Check one, two. All right, here's this little... Man, I got to tell you, if you can hear me out there, Dan, you know how much I love you. Toast Performance. Have you ever met Toast yet, Chris? Yep. yep. Dan Toast. Yeah, buddy. Toast made this stainless exhaust for me, and I couldn't be more thankful for Dan. He goes out of his way to come visit us quite a bit, so super thankful. What we got here is some oil drips on the floor that we better get rid of, or that'll leave me on my back. I can't we'll believe see. this this is so cool. This is such a treat for you guys that are watching this show to see a bike man, first man. time up on the wall like it's this is first a really, time. really special moment. Thank you, Chris. It means the world. Let me get the gas on here. Get a little gas up in that chamber, Josh. Got a hand chuck it. Here we go. I saw smoke. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, these things are these things are so loud. It's just the the zoom, the microphone from Zoom won't let all that noise come through. But man, he's running, doing his pre-flight check. First time ever. Dig this. First time ever this bike is coming off the ground and hitting that starting track. And you got to be nervous, like you know. Oh yeah. He doesn't even know. He doesn't even know what's going to happen because anything can happen. Like I said, those G forces, man, when they get up on that wall, this is the proof right here. And nice follow camera work, by the right? way. Right. Now on the starting track. He's up. He's off. You got to be a hell of a rider just to stay on that track like that. Oh, uh, yeah. I have a hard time staying between the white and the yellow lines. Bring it on in here. You see how you do that, Chris? Okay, this is the deal. You see how I bite that wall just a little bit over there, Chris? Yeah. You just bite it a bit. And what you want to do is bite it and make sure them tires are sticking right. Now, the reason I bite it and cross that threshold and come back down when I'm training with a new rider because you want to get used to that, that transition that feeling of coming on and off the wall. Yep. If you're not seasoned for it to throw you for a loop when you come down, I mean, you've seen it. You can ride right across the floor and straight up the other side. Yeah. Now, wh what was I thinking when I'm on this here? Oh, guess what? I'm only in first gear. I switched, okay? There's a 16-inch rear wheel on that other Harley Hummer. I've always used the 16. So I've switched to 19s. I've got a 19 on, and I typically shift in the second gear, and that, I'm still in first gear on this with plenty to go. Mm. So I, I, was, I, I, I didn't know that, you know what I mean? So 
first gear, I don't know if it's going to wind out when I'm up there or if it's going to be just right. It's biting pretty good here. Um, we, I don't see any movement on that motor rear motor mount that we talked about. The space here is still pretty good and the same. I think it's going to be good for a full lap or two. Right on. We're going to get 40 is going to hand. This is the 19 versus the 16 over there. And then up 40, you go ahead and hand that phone up to Lydia. And then I'm going to see if we can get a view of uh, us making a whole lap on this thing. You Climbing guys keep your, I'm going to hold it up there now, okay? <clears throat> Anything happens, just front wheels don't feel like they're going to fall off. You shake that back wheel, Josh. I think it, it stuck good. You see me get a good, you see that two, three walls and then happy with it? I love that fingernail. 30, yep. I think first gear, I thought I thought it was second. Suck some gas out of it. There's the smoke. <laughs> He's like a kid. I love it. I love the way those motors sound, dude. Yeah. Would somebody from Zoom please fix the sound thing? <laughs> so many people in the world are using Zoom now. You think they'd have got this shit together? He's up. There he goes. First time on the wall. Inaugural ride with that bike. You guys are getting to see it live here at Shop Talk. We got it. Yeah, buddy. It was scary. It's maxing out. Ain't no break. <laughs> All right. We made it. Right we got on. Got a full lap on. This is an official wall of death racer now. And now it has what my friend likes to say, authenticity. <laughs> That's the real deal right there. Poor star. Check him out. Takes to takes a hardcore dude to come out here and build this thing. And me and Josh couldn't be more thankful. Lydia, Crystal, Michelle, thank you. Yeah, you got a great All crew, right. dude. Got a great crew. Thank yeah. you guys so much for being with us tonight. Um we're gonna we're gonna look to have you back here pretty regular to keep up with this with the with the program. You know, we had maybe two dozen people that are asking about it already just in the chat box here. So I have no doubt the, the minute you got yeah. this thing solid, you're going to have a flood of people wanting to get in on that. Well, we all got to start somewhere. And to be honest with you, uh, whether it's one or 100 people paying attention, I appreciate it all. And that's the attitude I've had, especially putting on a live performance with this wall, man. I've always rode. There was never a level of intensity that changed. It was either one or 100. It didn't matter to me. It was I was all in or... I wasn't in at all. Yeah. Right on. Where is Red yeah. at? Somebody's asking. He is actually at a Ross Myers Destination Daytona set up under the pavilion. Yes, sir. We're right here. Oh, Rep, man, listen again. I want to thank you so much for all the work that you put in tonight to give our viewers such a great treat. Um, man, please go to this cat's website. And and this, this goes for all all the currently active and working wall of deaths. If you see this, 
you know, you're at the motorcycle show, you're driving past the dealership, and you see their setup. Go and support this because there's how many how many of these are left in the country? Is it down to three that are actual work? Man, I sure would. Let, let's run them off right now. We have the American Motor Drone Company. They are super awesome. They can be visited at wheels three times. So there's one. We have the California Hell Riders at the Iron Horse Saloon. That's two. We have the Ives Brothers, who I've known since our kids. Super awesome. That's three. We have the Wild Wheels Thrill Arena, who've just built themselves a new wall down in Tampa, Florida. My good friend, Danny. That's oh, four. Yeah, yeah. We have me. That's five. And uh, there's another one or two that are floating around the United States that just aren't working consistently. So, yeah. man, they are existent. They are there. And I've got... I've got two on lockdown that are ready to be ran. And if I could, I'm in, I'm in search for the ultimate wall of death race team that wants to take this thing on the road and do 25, 30 jobs a year and earn a living riding a motorcycle. Man, you know, my that... days of traveling that much are over, but I'm telling you, I want to be part of the show. I want to help build it. I want to help book it. I want to help make it grow. Why didn't I, I meet you when three... I was younger? Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I want I want to see this show operate itself without me. I want to go race at the Sons of Speed and know that shows are gonna go well that day if I'm not there. I wanna, you know, I wanna do some smaller events that we don't go to anymore because I don't have a, a good crew that wants to run with this thing. So uh the door's open. I'm getting offers on jobs um every day. Um, super neat to share that story. I just thinking of all kinds of stuff. Can you imagine Chris riding 25 years? Just last year, I no. got hired and paid for my my highest paying job yet. I rode for Live Nation out in the port of Los Angeles, right wow. in San Pedro, right on the harbor. And I pulled up there, and guess what was sitting there? A big, huge battleship parked right on the bay, and it was called the SS Lane. No shit. The SS Lane. And, you know, I just love Warren and Billy, uh, you know, especially Warren since I'm a kid, the neighborhood kingpin. <laughs> I'm not all that, you know, I just, I admire each and every one of the folks that we've uh, had the chance to meet. Yes, sir. This, uh, well, listen, man, I want to, community I definitely want to set a thank you out to Shelly and everybody from the, uh, yes. the Rossmeyer crew for. Thank you, Shelly. Yeah, this extra I love time. them so much. Yes, sir. Well, cool, man. Listen, we're gonna we're gonna cut you loose, but uh, again, thank you so much for for taking all this time. Um, You're welcome. Thank uh, make, you for giving it to me. Make sure that I stay in touch with you, so we know as soon as you're ready to come back on here, man. We want to have you for sure and get everybody an update. Man, thank you. I appreciate it. You got some neat bikes. I'm anxious to share with you all, and good times ahead. All right, man. Listen again. Thank you, Heather. Yes, sir. Thank Appreciate you. you thank you to Lydia and everybody with your crew that helped put this together today, too, man. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. We'll talk to you soon, Chris. All right. See bye. you later, Mark. See you, Brad. Bye, Heather. Thanks for coming on. Yes, thanks. Right on. How cool was that? Yeah, that was, was pretty badass. That was, man, I'll tell you what, like, it's going to get, like Tony Tello just said, two weeks in a row, Shop Talk blows the tires off. Yeah. How are we going to, how are we going to step this game up? I don't know. I mean that was that was one of the best that was one of the best shows that there ever was. Yeah, that was that that, was that goes awesome. straight into the archives with like the Jay Leno show, yeah, you yeah. know, like it was good. 
Holy and that shit. One comes from somebody that we've known for a long time. Yeah. You know I mean, to see him bounce back from some of the negative that he's had going on. Yeah, buddy. Really makes a big difference also. Heather headphones you with us? I'm here. I hear you. <laughs> Heather's coming in from New Hampshire. Rob Nussbaum no, can't hear. This might be my favorite episode ever. Yeah. There you go. That's what we were saying too. I had I had Heather muted because she she doesn't have some of her gear and I'm getting a little bit of talk back through her not having headphones. So I wish I, and I'm a bad producer. So like, or a bad engineer, because I'll put you on mute so that the feedback isn't coming through. And then I forget that I mute you. It's like, I put you up that's on a shelf. Because you wish you could mute me all the time in real life. Ooh, that's rocking. That's what's up. That's what's up. So I know better. Um, couple things real quick. I just want to make sure I hit on these few subjects before we cut you guys loose for the night. Uh, Harley Davidson, Hero Motorcorp, enter into deals for India market. Quick facts. Um, yeah. Harley Davidson Incorporated <laughs> and India based Hero Motor Corp, the world's largest maker of motor scooters, and turned Univol said Tuesday that they have entered into distribution and licensing agreements for the India market. Did, did so, you did you hear Charlie Brown's teacher through any of that? Uh, well, I mean, ba- basically what I get from this is like, you know, Harley Davidson is is doing a lot of cutbacks and reorganization and reapproaching some of their business model in a different way. And I think they're finding a way to get into some of the Indian market without, you know, like Harley Davidson Indian factories. And, you know, so it goes along the line with them them making a few more healthy and and smart choices for the company. Moto America, inside Moto America, I wanted to tell you guys about this because we did a lot of reporting on the king of the baggers. Um, so this on NBC SN Sports Network, they're going to be running a, uh, a whole program on – the highlights of Motor America this year, and um, in and among that program will be the the stuff that happened out at Laguna Seca. Let me see if I can find. Of course, I can't. Right there, back up. Top, very top Tuesday, July thirtieth. Weather Tech Race Laguna. Nope. 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 Awesome. I blew it. I have the wrong page up. Yeah, but trust me, there's like. News piece came from, so I didn't give it well, to you. Well, it, it, listen, I saw it on the way into the studio. I saw like 150, I swear to God, Instagram posts with, you know, watch alert, watch alert. Everybody's talking about this coming up. So all you got to do is hit Instagram, and anybody with two wheels and a motorcycle was sharing that post. I, I just want to make you aware that it's getting ready to go down. Anyone that missed the opportunity to see those bikes, absolutely sick to see them going around the oh, track. It's cool. And as you, hell. you can see them. They had some of it on today. Son of a bitch. Son of a Real bitch. Real nice, Bobby. Chris. Yeah. So remember what I was telling you? We can't have nice stuff. <laughs> Rhett Rotten, you can follow him at official Rhett Rotten Facebook, Rhett Rotten on Instagram. Um, obviously, at his, that's not his website, <laughs> at his official RhettRotten.com. Um, you can buy his hand painted canvas banners, um, memorabilia, do everything you can. Oh, Mike Rubb, 2 30 p.m. Baggers. There you go. Well, at least somebody's on the ball. I know. Good thing we have associate producers out there in the audience. I'm not worth a shit today. Kids. I don't have you muted, Heather. Go ahead. I dare you. (laughs) (laughs) I got nothing. Oh, I can say what I want. I'm 600 miles away. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. That doesn't pan out when you have to come home. Yeah, because I have your dog and your daughter here. Hello. (laughs) I'll take the dog. 
All right. Well, listen. Uh, you got anything? Got any? We want to. We want to send a. Uh, we want to send a, a, an RIP, an RIP out to our boy Smoke, and that's going to be a personal on the inside thing here. That's all I'm going to say about it. Smoke, what's up, baby? Yeah, good one to your homies. That's it. Nuggets lost. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I guess until we get back on the air with, I don't, I can't even imagine how we're going to bring another show like this. But as long as you guys are watching the bullshit that we do, we'll for sure go after the good stuff. Um, Rhett. Absolute gentlemen, thank you so much for that. Yeah, that was cool. Um, hoping that that coffee is on its way. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time when we can scrape together another 90 to 120 minutes of all the bullshit we can fit, we'll see you next week, Sunday, 9 p.m., from the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. Same chopper time. Same chopper channel. Wow, that was like from really far away. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> 